0: hello and welcome to the 41st episode of inherited will a one piece podcast a weekly podcast discussing each week's manga chapter and a reread of past chapters my name is thomas and i'm jordan this week we'll be jumping on into chapter 1038 then later chapters 467 through 477
1: sucks for these two
0: yeah i wasn't expecting like actually anything notable <laughs> to come out of this uh cover chapter mm-hmm. and i'm still well, this cover series in general but uh i'm still not totally convinced anything will but uh this is a fun development turns out uh niji and yonji got left behind <laughs> this certainly has potential huh sure does And after all that smack that Niji was talking about Sanji being too slow to escape, well, well, well. (laughs) Joke's on you, you blue-haired sap. Oops, (laughs) someone messed up. Indeed. Their name is Niji. Uh, Um, It is a little weird that uh, they only have one pin in them. (laughs) I don't see any reason why they can't just pull that pin out with their hands. But, uh, you know, I'm sure they got a good reason. Yeah, I mean, uh, is that is that Oven right there? Yeah, that's Oven there on the left, and uh, I think Pudding there on the right.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, I guess Oven could just be a threat for them not to do that, right? Um, but I feel like if they did it right, they might be able to take them in a two-on-one.
0: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Or at the very least, just... Get the heck out of there. They're wearing their raid suits, so they're presumably quite speedy. That's true. Yeah, it could just dip. Oven's been known to be speed blitzed in the past, so. Yeah.
1: Maybe we'll find out more about why they're there. Maybe they are sacrificing themselves, or they have some other objective. Because they seem relatively calm. I mean, we can't really see their faces, <laughs> but, like, Niji's
0: kind of just there with his arms crossed. Indeed. Certainly nonplussed about the situation. Yeah. I'm forced to conclude that our assumption that the other Vince Mokes were leaving last time, there's no way they're just going to let them stew there forever, right? they got to come back for them. (laughs) I mean, yes, I agree with you, but also, like,
1: why are they leaving? Uh, Did they get hurt and need to recuperate? Are they getting... It's not like they can get reinforcements. They brought everyone, didn't they? <laughs> Indeed. Yeah. They so, are their own army. <laughs> yeah. Uh like what why would they be leaving unless Yeah. Unless, like I said, some hidden objective, some uh you know, some trade where two have to stay so the others can go, like I don't know. I also don't know who's in charge of the operation on Whole Cake Island right now. Like who
0: who would have decided this? If Katakuri is still unconscious, or if he like got demoted or whatever after the whole Luffy debacle, I guess that would put probably oven in charge. Smoothie and Daifuku are both and uh Parasparo are all on Wano. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Cracker's probably still around somewhere, but he kind of sucks and also got beat up just as badly as Katakuri did. Yeah, um, he kind of got stomped, huh? Snack was a former sweet commander, so maybe that makes him a rank above the ovens of it all, but uh, he I also mean, got bumped. Yeah. <laughs> no
1: one's looking good right now. Oh, um, um but i don't know we've talked about this for like five minutes i think it's time to move on it's important and notable and i want to know what's going to happen i agree but we we only know so
0: much now there's a crane there that's cool yeah that is pretty sick pleased by (laughs) that um anyway into the chapter chapter 1038 kid and law versus big mom the most alarming chapter title I've heard in a long time. <laughs> also one of the more alarming chapters. There's just so much that happens here. Indeed. Starting off with, a uh, Ryzo and elo Man. The least exciting of the chapter. Yeah. I mean... I think this moment with Ryzo is cool, right? He's on fire, he's toughing it out. For sure. But did we really need an entire page to go from the last ryzo update which was almost on fire to this page which is he's now on fire (laughs) was that strictly necessary i mean no
1: you're right like it it wasn't but like i don't know it's a page i'm willing to give that to him just because i don't know it's it's like an homage to odin and i'm sure he's feeling a certain kind of way right now and i mean like you said it's it's a cool and good moment good good job Rizo. but
0: yeah let's move on quite so uh speaking of things that probably didn't need to be here uh jinbei catches the roof uh the ceiling rather uh <laughs> yeah c- cool <laughs> yep I- i'm glad to see jinbei again it's been a little bit but uh this 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 is a thing. <laughs> if anyone's going to, to be able to put
1: out flames efficiently, I guess it's him. So, e- g- good, but the, they're pretty uh,
0: bad. <laughs> these flames, indeed. They're like everywhere, and this is a castle of considerable size. In the sky, <laughs> <laughs> indeed. Not a whole lot of water to fetch when you are literally in the air. But no. I'm... I'm sure Jinbei's going to make himself useful. I mean, this is just a way to, like, make the Straw Hats, specifically Jinbei in this case, be doing something while the rest of the battles are going on, which, you know, fair enough, but I just feel like the panel time could be used with Jinbei doing something slightly more notable.
1: Yeah, it's it's kind of a nothing moment overall, but, I mean, kind of so is uh, Frankie's like eh i guess
0: he's working towards Zoro but first Chopper indeed we pop back to the live floor uh apparently this is where Big Mom versus etc. is going on uh Chopper who was previously in his baby gramps form after his 30 minute monster point uh that's worn off he's back to his not that much bigger uh regular <laughs> form um a little bit strange this is worn off already, just because and I could be just be mistaken about this, but I could have sworn that like the like unable to move your body thing of the previous uh, rendition of Monster Point was like hours or like a day or something. Mm-hmm. Uh and Caesar hyped up the after effects of this upgraded version to be like something notable. That's that's the part that gets me. <laughs> Like, he's back within
1: the time of Zoro's fight with King. I don't know exactly how long that took, but it was not very long. Certainly less than an hour.
0: Without a doubt. I mean, we've yeah. been in, like, five minutes to explosion mode for, like, <laughs> what feels like an eternity now. So, I would... Less than 30 minutes is my guess. <laughs> I Yeah, I mean...
1: Probably considerably <laughs> under 30 minutes. Like, Indeed. Honestly, probably, like, 10? Yeah. Like, we were talking about how fast they were going, and, like, when they hit, they hit hard. None of these fights are long,
0: except for Luffy's, I guess, but... I mean, it made sense that Chopper would get, like... Everyone else, almost, so far, has gotten some sort of buff. Yeah. And it doesn't really seem fair to Chopper that his buff would come with like a, a terrible <laughs> repercussion to him. Mm. But that is the way that it was built up. So I'm just surprised that it's not happening that way. But maybe it's been longer. Maybe something else will come out of it. Who knows? Maybe. Um, Chopper's not worried about it, though. He's just concerned about this whole uh, double the damage later to Zoro thing. Because that later should be coming around pretty soon, according to them.
1: Yeah, and it seems like he
0: has every reason to be worried. Yeah, uh, something weird is going on outside with Zoro right now. I don't know if you noticed, Jordan, but, uh, it's the Grim Reaper. <laughs> <laughs> that could be any skeleton with a scythe. You don't know that's the Grim yeah, Reaper. <laughs> I mean, when you're right, you're right. I didn't <laughs> ask the man for his credentials. <laughs> but uh it oh. sure does seem that way. So uh what in all the heck <laughs> is going on here? I I
1: don't know. The only even possible thing that I can think of is this has some tie in with his like Ashura triple-headed demon form thing. Like he's been tapping into some unknown energy or some crap like he sold his soul
0: I don't know (laughs) I imagine he would have had to to have survived as many scrapes as he has but yes (laughs) yeah maybe it could also be like a hallucination (laughs) because of the like drug that's about to like go south in a hot second maybe it's just a metaphor um of like him about to die or I mean a skeleton's a skeleton but Underneath his hood, it does just look like Brooke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe this is his big goof time. I don't know how Brooke got here. I don't know <laughs> why he's got a scythe now. Maybe it's a combination of Brooke and a little bit of hallucinogenic drugs. But uh, something strange is certainly happening here. Maybe the Grim Reaper just like heard Zoro... Call himself the king of hell last time we saw him, and he took that personally. Maybe <laughs> in one piece, anything's possible. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's a whole and mess. I have never been more confused by like literally two panels. in all. Of <laughs> it looks like it's from
1: a different manga. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's oh, absurd. Zoro got himself lost and ended up in bleach. That's Basically,
1: <laughs> yeah, get your bankai out, dude.
0: Yeah, indeed.
1: Um, so, but uh, yeah, the whole his body won't move thing lends me to think, yeah, effects of a drug wearing off or, I don't know, hitting a different stage or something. It seems like they don't know too much about this drug. Um,
0: I can't imagine there were very many volunteers no, for human
1: trials. <laughs> no, I wouldn't, well, yeah, anyway. Um, weird, just weird stuff. Yeah, I love I'm downright it. downright
0: baffled. <laughs> um, I'm excited to learn more, but what the... What? You got me good, Oda. I, you got me. I confess. Um. Anyway, though, uh, not all that far away from where Zoro is currently chilling, literally one wall's length away, pretty much, Uh, Frankie is running around looking for that Zoro guy, Uh, worried for him because he was the last one to see Zoro before the... Cain fight got serious. Um, Not sure what Frankie was doing in between those two things. But uh, now he's worried and he wants to find him. So I imagine he will find him (laughs) and will be involved in this Grim Reaper scenario in some capacity. Yeah, in what state he's going to find him, I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, that's really the question of the hour. What on earth is going to happen to this poor green-headed lad? Hopefully we find out soon. Yeah, I'm dying to know. Uh, then, where we spend like, the largest chunk of this chapter so far, <laughs> uh, we're in the crawlspace of the first floor, where we're seeing the aftermath of Izo's rescue of Usopp and Co. from the prior chapter, I believe. Uh, didn't work out so great for the dudes that Izo was fighting against, but it also didn't work out especially great for Izo either. Seems he underestimated his foes a teeny tiny bit And took more damage than he would have liked Uh, Oh no though Just at that moment A certain organization, Cypher Pole Just kind of strolling on through uh, (laughs) They comment You know, Izo, we really should deal with you It's literally our job But, you know, I got other fish to fry right now But uh, Izo's not going to let him pass yeah my attitude towards these cp0 people
1: is i feel like it's just ever fluctuating i like them then i don't then i do again (laughs) then i don't like i want to know more obviously but like when are they gonna show us almost anything they were on fire and then they were fine (laughs) like good uh
0: then they off-screened uh drake and one of the numbers and now they're here, hanging out with Izo. For... A notably tough person. Indeed. One of the scabbards and a former whitebeard commander. No amateur, that's for sure. As
1: you said, damaged currently, but like... Should still be able to put up a fight. Looks like
0: maybe one like stab or bullet wound. Well, you gotta also remember, he got... Right, fucked fighting against Kaido not that long ago. Well, that's true. He was patched up in some capacity, as all the scabbards were, but like that can't happen any more than just like basic first aid. (laughs) We don't know who found him, so it could be like something else, but
1: yeah. Yeah.
0: Certainly not working at anywhere close to 100%, this Ezo fella. No, no. no. But uh, Cypherpoles doing fine. They they seen the off screen uh, Drake with relative ease, so. Good on them. Uh, not looking great for Izo, but he's looking cool. And he's about to throw down. Good on him. How much of a
1: fight is he really going to put up here? I don't... <laughs> I don't know. I know Oda's not about to kill him off. That's not his style. No. So, like, what... Is it? Is he really going to throw down? Because he says just, just don't go yet. Like, is he about to have a conversation with them?
0: Well, no, there's the click of his gun. Yeah. Just the dialogue alone makes it sound more cordial than like the gun click <laughs> does. Yeah. Um, I'd be interested to get a second translation of this, but uh I can't be bothered. I'm far too busy for all that. Yeah, we'll find out more later for sure. <laughs> Indeed. Uh then we pop off to even lower in the castle. I like that we just kind of been like Cruising lower and lower. Started pretty high up and uh, getting lower as we go. Yeah, they could have fun Uh, with this in the anime. Indeed. Uh, We're pretty much as low as it gets. Pretty much. Uh, Yamato has finally made it all the way down to the armory. Where the comedically sized uh, bombs (laughs) are just waiting to be exploded by a variety of things. Whether it be a fire spirit named Conjuro. Or just falling and exploding. Um, Yamato goes ahead and freezes the explosives. Um, which is great. But is it going to stop the like ghost that is on fire? <laughs> that is already heading towards them. If it can pass through walls, I see no reason it can't phase through ice. Or just melt the ice as it tries to do. Uh, well, I mean, Yamato <laughs> manages to smack it. So, Indeed. So that's weird (laughs) but uh is that a um, hockey
1: thing you think
0: maybe maybe hockey lets you punch ghosts i don't (laughs) know i'm not entirely clear on like what the nature of this creature is really no it's like a weird combination of like kanjiro's unwillingness to die before he pleased orochi and like his ink ability I don't know why can he fade through walls. I mean, I've got a why lot. of Why is it even here?
1: Like, <laughs> I, this thing has confused me since it showed up. It, Indeed. Like, what? What is that? A, did he awaken in his
0: last moments? That could be. Maybe it's an awakening thing. Uh, it's a cool concept. I like like how it looks and its like spiritual nature yeah uh, it's threatening as all get out indeed indeed It even kind of threw cp0 formerly immortal for a, loop <laughs> a little bit yeah. ago yeah yeah uh, but i don't understand it uh but like you said yamato manages to give it a little bonk right on its head uh then it grows a hand <laughs> and uh swallows yamato up with it not looking great for them No, it also says
1: Lord Orochi. Yeah, so it can speak now?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm so perplexed. Mm -hmm. A lot of weird ghostly shit happening in good old 1038. Uh, The most spooky chapter number there ever was. (laughs) Uh, Then we go to where we spend the rest of this chapter and the namesake of the chapter back to the performance floor to touch in with kid and law versus big mom, where we appear to have cut forward a little bit to uh, big mom, having just messed these boys up in a big way. Uh, big mom has basically won this fight as far as we can tell when we pop in here initially. Yeah. To the point that like their crew are
1: calling out to them and pleading, begging for, mm-hmm.
0: Like, a you know a break. Indeed, uh, unfortunately, Big Mom does not take breaks. Uh, she is a force of nature, and she uh, does the breaking. Indeed, that is how she do. Uh, even John Bart is there though. He made his way uh, from the roof or wherever they wherever he was <laughs> on down here to stand around some more. Good hey. on you, John Bart. Yeah, when when you've got a calling, you gotta you gotta answer it. Indeed, oh John Barton. you one of the biggest disappointments of my career. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, but Big Mom stops them from interfering because they're like, "Oh, a medical team, get in there, save them." Uh, Hera and Big Mom stop them with some lightning. Uh, they're all pretty much dead, as far as I'm concerned. Big Mom's gonna pop on up, regroup at Kaido. It's gonna be a whole cool thing. They're gonna play patty cake, according mm-hmm. to her. Uh, and off she does. But oh no. Law is not dead. He's got some more chrome left in him. <laughs> Applies it to his sword pretty much exactly as it did before, except this time the sword gets big. Uh <laughs> yeah. Pulls that's off. Weird. But um I did
1: look into this and it's actually probably closer to uh chrome.
0: Be that as it may, I'm going to continue calling it chrome. I want you to know you're wrong, but I do like... Oh, crew. I I fully acknowledge that I'm probably incorrect, <laughs> but this is sillier to me. And this is the way I live my life. Yeah. Yeah, it's... Well,
1: like you said, Big Sword. Like, it's, <laughs> it's cool that he's doing this, but also it's a little confusing considering, again, how built up this move specifically was on Law's part. Like, he basically said it was his last move because of the amount of energy that it took from him. And here he is, on the ground, like, nothing has changed. (laughs) He's gotten beaten down even more. And he pulls off, like, an even more advanced version of it.
0: Yeah, the amount of energy that anything takes in one piece is pretty inconsistent. I mean... In particular with Law, ever since the time skip, he's, like, kind of hyped up the weakness of his powers to be the amount of stamina consumption, right? It's like Super Saiyan 3 and Dragon Ball, effectively, drains him real quick. Uh, but he just kind of keeps on trucking all the same, and this is seemingly no different.
1: <laughs> yeah, I like Law
0: a lot. Like,
1: there's no doubt about that. But this just, I don't know, this feels... Not it doesn't feel justified
0: to me. Justified that he still has energy to do this despite claiming that he wouldn't have any.
1: Well, and also after getting beaten down even more by Big Mom, like I don't know. I I understand that, you know, that's the whole point of this chapter. Like, they're not giving up, they're gonna Give it even more than they're all, I guess, to (laughs) even prevent uh, Big Mom from going further. Like, Mm -hmm. sure. Yes. Great. I kind of knew this was going to happen, of course. But it just kind of
0: happens. Yeah. I can kind of understand if these two in particular are meant to be like the Luffy equivalents. Because if this were Luffy, this is kind of what he does, right? He always gets back up, and he's always got more energy to keep on fighting. Uh, but that's always been loosely justified with him being a rubber man, right? He's resilient. That's what yes. he Yeah. Um These dudes are just kind of men. <laughs> right! <laughs> Their powers so, don't make them any, like, you know, mm-hmm. beefier. And Law's power specifically drains him in particular. Yeah. So it's a little that's a little iffy. But hey. Napoleon's having a good time. Look <laughs> at that grin. And so am I. Like,
1: don't don't get me wrong. I I actually very much enjoyed this chapter. I don't know if it's because we went a little bit without one or what, but I it was delightful. Mm-hmm. Um But it it did this part left me a little wanting, that's all. Indeed. Also I don't know where uh, Law exactly stabbed Big Mom. Like, it looks like it's through her cheek. Uh, But when she... When he hits her with the, uh, like, shock vial or vire. I think it's vire. I believe Um, it's pronounced Willie. (laughs) You're allowed to say whatever you want. (laughs) Um, Good old shock Willie. Mm -hmm. Uh, When she, like, screams, his sword just is not there. It's not visible. Uh, I thought it Yeah, should you're be right. you
0: should be able to see it
1: through her mouth.
0: Yeah. What's going on? <laughs> yeah. Ghost sword.
1: <laughs> <laughs> just adds more
0: mystery to Law's power. I guess it's just really dark in her mouth. <laughs> yes. It's a true black hole in there. <laughs> <laughs> it has to be. Indeed. Uh but Bid Mom has taken another big ol' shockwave attack from the inside from Law. Uh, She seems downright spoofed by it when she's about to get hit by it, so it's considerable. Um, It bypasses her
1: defenses completely. Like, mm -hmm, yeah, mm -hmm. that's gotta be terrifying for
0: someone who hasn't felt something in years. Indeed. Uh, But, on the other hand, uh, here comes a man who I do not understand how he manages to hurt Big Mom or Kaido ever. Uh, It's Kid. He's sucking in the I-beams and such. Then hits uh, Big Mom with a great big punk cornadio, uh, described as a huge bull um, by some passerby's. Uh, says some cool stuff while doing so. Um, kid grows on me a tiny bit more and more every time we see him, uh, but I don't get how he is hurting her. <laughs> uh, it's a big bull. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I de- I mean, kid says here. Uh, there's nothing in this world that's actually impervious to damage. So I guess the implication here is that if you just hit her hard enough, as I guess kid is doing with his awakening, um, that they can be damaged, especially since Bin Mom has been worn down by this time. But, uh, it just, it just doesn't feel right. <laughs> I don't know.
1: Yeah. Well, at least he has the naming thing down. Like, mm-hmm punk sign of the bowl god like yeah hell
0: yeah (laughs) indeed pretty dope cool looking ability just curious agreed (laughs) yeah uh and then we get the final line of the chapter i'd rather die than let you get to the roof which uh (laughs) I believe i saw this on the subreddit a little bit ago uh pointed out to me there's a bit of a typo here um that has actually been fixed now now that i'm looking at it or maybe or maybe the screenshot i was seeing was from the unofficial translation i don't know but in the screenshot i saw it said i'd rather die than t-h-e-n let you get to the roof um so I don't know if I was just looking at the screenshot of the wrong thing or uh, if it has indeed been changed, but uh, (laughs) the implication being that they would rather die, and then once that has happened, uh, Big Mom can go to the roof. That's the way she'd like it. (laughs) Yeah, working out great for her if that's the case, but uh, here we are. Going into this chapter, I was quite spooked, just based on how the naming convention of the battle chapters has been so far. Uh, that this is going to be the end chapter of kid-in-law versus big mom because hmm. you know sanji versus queen that ended that fight and so on um but uh pleasantly surprised to see that this fight is going to continue for a little while longer um still doesn't seem quite earned that uh these two will be able to take down a yonko but i agree we, had, we take a step closer to that with each chapter that, that we see part of the fight in. So.
1: Yeah, this does really show how next level Luffy is, though.
0: Like, yeah. 100%. If we are to assume that Big Mom and Kaido are relative to one another, um, I don't see any reason they wouldn't be. Yeah, there's no indication otherwise. I mean, they say in a one-on-one, Kaido wins. But, like, even if Kaido is stronger, it can't be from, like, a sizable gap.
1: No, it it really can't be, and I don't know. I don't. I don't know how many times these two would have fought, but (laughs) I'm sure Big Mom could win some. Like, nah,
0: whatever. (laughs) Indeed. Uh, But this fight gonna go on a little bit longer. Uh, This was mostly a setup chapter for like the the remaining big things we got going on. Uh, The whole Rizo business in the castle. Uh whatever the heck Zoro has going on, <laughs> uh CP0 and the bomb situation. Oh and of course, Big Mom. Uh once all those things are resolved, all that's left is Kaido and uh Momo. So we're basically done is what you're saying. <laughs> Pretty much we're nearing the end. Oh and yeah. whatever's going on with Orochi and uh Kumusaki. And uh, whatever the head Denjiro has been doing for the last 30 chapters. (laughs) I'm sure we'll check in with that guy eventually. Um, But anything else you have to say on this chapter before we move on? Thoughts, concerns, dreams of the future?
1: Goodness. Um, I don't think I had any concerns that I didn't bring up. Uh, Hopes for the future kind of hope that kid pulls out different animals with his magnetism (laughs) power like he's just
0: he he has a fascination with zoology i don't know indeed to bring out an entire menagerie of magnetized creatures throw all sorts of critters at big mom bring out a sloth i (laughs) dare you he should make a uh like a mech version of Mother Caramel and then smash it in front of her. And <laughs> that's how they uh, they beat her. It's, it's the psychological damage. I mean that, and we know that if you break a picture of Mother Caramel, she becomes vulnerable for a little while. So, there that's we go. That's true. I wrote Good it point. for you, Oda. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. Uh, but... Uh, no break next week I am pleased January is always a nightmare for one such as I with all the Shonen Jump breaks and Oda breaks and such but uh, no more um, next chapter releases next Sunday which is uh, the 6th I believe February 6th and with that out of the way we'll jump on in to the reread <laughs> All right,
1: we're going from cutting the roof off of one building to there being almost no buildings left on the island. Indeed. They sh- sure do smash them up a lot in this chunk. So <laughs> much Lord. destruction. Uh, so it starts off with the end to Zora's fight, the actual end. Indeed. Where there, there's just one thing that I'd really like to touch on, and that's how Zora's finishing move, the flying dragon blaze sets Ryuma on fire why
0: (laughs) i know Uh, the word blaze is in there but like
1: (laughs) this is not our swordsman there like this is
0: not his thing usually uh jordan obviously he swung his sword so fast the friction uh ignited the air around the wound Uh, Causing Ryuma to light on fire. I see. Duh. Zoro literally explained it. (laughs) (laughs) I can't believe you missed that page. Ah dang, yeah. I do uh, skip a page every now and then. (laughs) But uh, yeah, doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Everybody has fire powers now. Yeah, uh... (laughs) it was a
1: cool move, like a cool little scene and everything, but he he could have just died he didn't need to be set on fire unless that yeah. well no that's not what just happens to zombies that's canonically not
0: what happens yeah i don't really know how ryuma's like shadow popped out of him shortly thereafter no he wasn't purified no it's all a little bit curious but you know it's fine they could have Drawn a few panels of him, like, being purified, and that would have made more sense. But we just kind of assume that that happened, I guess. Yeah, I mean, fire definitely is salty.
1: Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay, moving on. on. (laughs) Uh, We get some neat interactions between Chopper and Hogback. Uh, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Sindri and Robin as well, to a lesser degree, I guess.
0: Yeah, Robin sure was there
1: yeah <laughs> um this confrontation with choppy and hoggy was imminent like choppy really?
0: and hoggy it's right there
1: <laughs> um but like this this had to happen but it is worth noting how fitting it is that chopper who struggles with being human but not really blows up about these creations that hogback calls human but aren't really hmm mm-hmm
0: messed up fella, that Dr. Hogback. And you're right, it is very fitting that Chopper, the man who struggled for all his life between trying to be human and being called a monster, is the one who has to lecture this actual human, <laughs> in a manner of speaking, hmm. on the value of humanity. Um, But I like it a lot. It was really natural. Yeah. I mean,
1: Hogback is definitely subhuman at this point like he is just pure scum but Mm. he he definitely gets what's coming to him (laughs) but uh before that happens um the like i don't know kind of potent moment is followed by a kind of goofy but also relevant fight between zombie zoro and sanji (laughs) indeed uh And then an equally silly combo move from Chopper and Robin, the Robbie
0: Cho Suplex, which they absolutely practiced. like 100%. (laughs) They even had a special name for it and everything. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) I'm a little bummed out that we never actually got to see that move conclude, because it looked sick. Um, Yeah, would have done some real damage. But Haldback would have been definitely dead. (laughs) Without (laughs) a doubt. (laughs) I still can't guarantee he's not, after being swished by oars, but an implied death is a little bit more uh, child-friendly than being, you know, having your head split open by a yeah. souplets from, like, yeah. 50 Someone later up. does comment,
1: like, oh, and Hogback was stepped on by oars. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, so, that makes me want to believe it, but yeah, we didn't, we don't know for sure.
0: Indeed. I don't think he ever comes up again. <laughs> I hope not. We know that, him. uh... You know that Absalom walks away from this pretty much fine uh, Until he's killed later (laughs) By uh, Blackbeard and co Perona we know gets away scot-free Moria of course goes on to do other things But Hogback Never heard from again Got what was coming to
1: him Darn tootin Mm -hmm. Sindri gets a few cool moments too Like shout out to Sindri Minor character but uh,
0: neat. Indeed. Really served her role well. Uh, Drove Chopper's Point home. And I like her for it. Also,
1: somehow like, brings up the question of if a body has personality? Soul? Like, I don't even remember how it was described, but like there's an essence of the self in the body even after X amount of time. Like,
0: Yeah, and they ponder it for, like, a few panels, and then Chop or Robin brushes it aside, like, uh, I bet you could read books for all your life and probably still never fully understand. And they're like, all right, moving on. (laughs) Yeah, she's right. Like, it's it's hard to disagree with that, but weird that it was brought up. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Curious things one day we'll really get to the bottom of what is the soul in one piece. I bet your mid mom to tell us she's that's kind of her thing she's yeah <laughs> as long as she uh, survives this encounter
1: she's in mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. sure that's her next uh, next bullet point on her to-do list to, I'll try to hit her up for an interview see see what can happen I'm sure she loves fan mail <laughs> yeah. um so chapter 469 deserves a special shout out. For a few reasons. Having the number 69 in it, yes. That is number one. <laughs> uh, number two, it is... Like, it's a great call to action. Um, what with Or's rampaging with new orders to take down the Straw Hats. Um, two, it features every Straw Hat, um, even though Nami is asleep. Which I, <laughs> I didn't double-check if that was, like, happening before this. It probably did, but whatever. Uh, and three... There's a panel on page 17 that shows like the outskirts of Thriller Bark and there are a bunch of zombies from the start of the arc like the um like the man-faced lion and Cerberus and we're just they're just like oh man stuff's
0: going crazy over there. <laughs> Yeah, um, sure would suck if I were over there. Yeah, and I'm just glad that those. <laughs> I like, just got so much going on over here. Yep,
1: <laughs> yep. Them along with like the uh, the zombie narrating Usopp's fight and like all of these little weird things really, I don't know. It 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 gives a different personality to this arc,
0: and I like it a lot. Checking back in even in brief to Moots from not all that long ago is a nice little touch. Special shout out to you, Cerberus. You have one fox head. <laughs> um
1: also the uh, the cover story for this has probably um, been discussed yes. at length recently. Um, what with the moon people with their wings but mm-hmm. <laughs> since we actually see them in this one it would be uh, shameful to not just touch on it real quick
0: uh, I guess so um, I forget where this one ends but this is the bit where Anaru's like going through and seeing like the murals of like the three different tribes of moon people who like lost their resources and had to migrate Um, I don't remember if we see in this chunk, like, oh, the secret fourth one that people suspect it being the Lunarians. Um, but we do get confirmation here that the, uh, the Skypeans, the, um, the Giants and one other, who's the third group? Do you remember?
1: I thought the third was the
0: Lunarians. So, uh, whoops. Well, well, well. Uh, Oh, I think the third were the the Birkins, the sky island that enters from, and also the original name for the 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 moon tribe or whatever. Yeah. Uh, People assume that the, or they theorize that the uh, in one of the cover panels. You can see like a fourth one Just kind of halfway on panel And that's the Lunarians people suspect And uh, maybe that's true It'd be kind of weird if A tribe that's Like got moon Right in the gosh darn name (laughs) (laughs) Was somehow not related To the existing tribe On the moon or from the moon But uh, Just one of those things that we're going to have to flesh out more later If we even do, I mean King is Down yeah that's that's what i was gonna say like how are we
1: how are we gonna get that flashback at this point i don't i don't know if it's happening if king is gonna you know whatever recover and then have a cover story of his own but uh
0: weird stuff they hyped up the lunarians as being like plot relevant but like oh they were wiped out by the world Mm -hmm. government for knowing too much, or what have you, and then we didn't get very much expansion on that and when we were still dealing with Kane. He's got to come back in some capacity. Or like Marco seems to know something about it from what he heard from Whitebeard. Um, so maybe we'll get some from him. But sure would have felt nice if we had gotten it from you know the the source, the horse's <laughs> mouth, so yeah. to speak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but. That's all I have to say about Eneru going forward. You did real good. (laughs) Uh, If I ever bring up Eneru again, uh, please be nice to me about it. (laughs) But uh,
1: then we get to kind of the the meat of this chunk, uh, which is the oars versus straw hats fight.
0: Mm -hmm. It's a fun one, to say the least. This is one, I mean, this arc as a whole is like, as far as most people's tier lists are concerned, one of the middling arcs. But I just don't see how you can watch all these sick-ass combo attacks that the Straw Hats do against Orr's here and say that it's middling with a straight face. Because this is some cool stuff. Did they not see the Jenga cannon, (laughs) for instance? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah
1: janko cannon was very good the frankie skywalk up to the the proper
0: uh-huh. punch yeah the fropper gong <laughs> there's some there's some dope stuff in here is all i'm saying and this doesn't get the recognition it deserves i
1: i think you're you're right like it almost sounds like you're joking but i I fully enjoyed it. It was a little on the silly side, sure. But this whole arc has been and
0: continues to be. Like, I mean, it's on the silly side, sure. But at no point was I, like, not spooked for these guys. I mean, Orz is enormous. And the first thing he does is, like, smash up Sanji in a big way. He gets back up, because that's what Sanji does. He's a tanky boy. but Well, he continues to destroy all of them. Like... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm by the end of this chunk like five of them are down yeah it's pretty sure a bad time and Indeed. like oars is not
1: feeling it even really like well obviously <laughs> not feeling it but like
0: on account of the whole zombie
1: thing. yes i i think i mean chopper had the right idea when he got them all to start focusing the same place like that was it was the smartest thing any of them did i agree that they had like some really cool moves and it was quick thinking and all this stuff. But like that, that's the biggest brain move.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the first thing they do is like, they think, well, Frankie brings it up. Like, Oh, all we got to do is uh stall pretty much. Wait out the clock and Luffy will take out Moria and that'll be that. But, uh, Zoro <laughs> he's not having any of that. <laughs> he's like, I'm not waiting for Luffy. He's, you know, a dope A little bit, not to be offensive to Luffy, of course, (laughs) says Zoro, but all these guys here have abilities that, you know, trick people, and that's what Luffy does. He gets tricked. (laughs) So they just can't afford to rely solely on him, is the point. And uh, they do pretty well for themselves up until the end.
1: (laughs) Well, yeah, I also, I think it's actually very fitting, especially for Zoro, who just got his third sword back and must have been just itching to try it out and get back <laughs> into the groove of things. Um and and yeah, they were they were doing pretty darn well um up until like Kuma showed up and lit a fire under K- Moria's butt which prompted him <laughs> to control Ors like a giant flesh mech.
0: Yeah. They were doing all right up until then, but as soon as Ors got a brain and the ability to stretch like a crazy person, uh, things sure did go south.
1: Yeah. It almost just felt like theatrics uh, on Moria's part. Cause I mean, he showed that he could take out Robin like with no difficulty whatsoever. Um, so I assume he would have similar ease with most of the crew uh, at this point. So, like, he just wants ores to feel good.
0: All Moria really has to do to take them all out is have them start fighting, send his doppelman over behind one of them, uh, shadow cut, (laughs) rinse repeat five times, or however many straw hats Mm -hmm. are left by then. But he's having a good time. He wants to test out his zombie. Uh, He's having fun watching him. Just thrash these guys have been demolishing his building for some time, and uh, you know I can't blame him. Yeah, if I were a crazy person, perhaps I would behave like this too. Oh, it's perfectly in character, no doubt. Indeed, it's on account of his onion shape. <laughs> yes,
1: the medium-sized <laughs> onion man. <laughs> Correct. Um, so I brought up Kuma, who is a pretty weird character
0: uh yeah he wears a hat it's got ears on it uh it's really the only thing about him that makes him look like a bear but that zombie like just outright says (laughs) he looks like a bear when he first sees him yeah oh and he's like you're not Uh, far off yeah he does also have paws but they don't know that no and bears aren't the only thing that have paws (laughs) lots of things have paws dogs cats me all sorts of creatures that's true (laughs) yeah Uh, but yeah he does some weird stuff uh sends some zombies and perona pack into their respective vacation homes from the sounds of things i don't know if he asked the zombies but
1: they're gonna end up where they need to go anyway (laughs) indeed they'll come back two years
0: later beefy as heck (laughs) heck yeah man i'm ready for that arc indeed now, I don't know why Kuma's interested, because um, we know that he's not really working for the government, you know, willingly. Um, yeah, he's he's one I of mean. them revolutionaries. Indeed. I'm more curious about, like, his more immediate past, you know? Because we know he was, like, a high ranking member of the Revolutionary Army, right? And now he's working for the world government as a Shijibukai. And a zombie here says that when he was a pirate, specifically, he committed countless atrocities as, like, the tyrant he was known? What's all that about? (laughs) What bad boy things did our poor small bear boy do?
1: Yeah, that's
0: that's part of why I say
1: he's just such a weird character. Because, like, he's... I mean, he's on the Straw Hats side, even though it's very unclear in a weird way yes like <laughs> he, he proves that time and time again down the line mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but like yeah at this point what what did he do what who what
0: yeah it's all certainly curious his motives for joining up with the government aren't clear um, not even the revolutionary army seems to know anything about it he also like used to be a king of, like, an island with uh, Bonnie, (laughs) like, as queen or something. What? Did you forget about that? Uh, On Reverie, right, Um, uh, Jewelry Bonnie has, like, aged herself up and has either disguised herself as the queen or, like, perhaps Ashley was the queen and, like, aged herself down to her current, like, the form we know her as. Um, And she says that, like, oh, I gotta rescue Kuma like, the king of the kingdom I'm, like, from. So, that's all very strange. <laughs> this man's got allegiances in everybody's pocket. Yeah. And it's downright wacky. Well, isn't he also currently, like, basically lobotomized? <laughs> Indeed. Yeah. We are told that, like, all of Kuma is gone. He's just, like, just a robot now, pretty much. And he's just, like, being, used as play thing <laughs> by the, uh... Celestial dragon. dragons, yeah. yeah. They literally have like a roster where they rent him out and ride him around and stab him in the bat with swords and stuff. It's uh, all pretty terrible. It's so and messed confusing. up, confusing. <laughs> it's a whole thing. This this paw pad man. But yeah,
1: <laughs> I like him a lot as a character. I, he mm. carries a Bible around. That's weird too.
0: Yeah, it sure is. <laughs> downright baffling this man yeah yeah baffling and sad but uh
1: luffy is learning the secret of moria's power and eating all sorts
0: of shadows yeah that's pretty weird uh dope that they figured that out it was a little bit strange at the beginning that they were like oh i we were like trying to find our shadows and then decided we found all these other shadows that weren't ours I'm like, well, better to hold on to these than let them continue to be used by these ghouls. And, like, I get it. Like, they did turn out to be useful, but you could have also just let the shadows go back to their homes, and that would have been more morally correct. Yes, yeah, certainly <laughs> but, more morally you know. correct. <laughs> but, like, not as useful, certainly. And I can't blame them for, like, holding on to, like, an ace in the hole. They were going to release the shadow eventually once they beat Moria
1: and such. Well, yeah, once it's infused with someone, they only have a limited amount of time anyway. So, like... Right. Yeah, but that's just still not doing... what they said, is all. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> it's delaying the good <laughs> that they have done. Indeed. Very strange. But, like, yeah, that's, that's all I've got on this chunk. Um, if you have anything, say it now. Otherwise,
0: we move on to the bits. Um... The only other thing that I did not cover as we went is to discuss Lola in brief. Uh, Lola's pretty cool, even as a zombie. Uh, I liked her swooping in to help her friend and her apparently not being duped by Nami claiming that she was a man. Yeah, that was all very uh, good. Good on you. Um, But back in the day, I found it strange that Lola's shadow, of all people, would go into a general zombie. But knowing now that she's a daughter of big mom, that kind of made sense. Yeah. Lola doesn't seem all that strong, but reputation that matters a lot in the world of one piece. I'd be curious to see what a Lola's bounty would have been. Oh yeah. That would be something neat to know. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm. She seems like a relatively good person. So I don't think she was committing like as many atrocities as Kuma has been (laughs) built up for instance. Um, but just being a daughter of Big Mom probably warrants you a fairly hefty one just from uh, branding alone, <laughs> pretty much. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but that was the only other point I had. Uh, so let's talk about some haha's and such. Uh, delightful.
1: I only wrote down two this time. I guess I wasn't thinking
0: about it. Um, so there you have it. <laughs> Okie doke. My first one actually involves Lola, wouldn't you know it? Uh, I don't know how funny it was meant to be, and maybe it wasn't funny as much as, like, cathartic to a certain extent, but I sure did appreciate Lola uh, getting back at Absalom a little bit for his terrible, terrible misdeeds, giving him a taste of his own medicine by uh, going after him while he was unconscious. (laughs) Yeah, it serves him right because I hate that guy. Indeed. Uh, if you take nothing else away from this podcast episode and every other one, dear listener, it's fuck Epsilon. <laughs> <laughs> 41 episodes of doing this can be summed up in that statement alone. Yeah. Yeah. Poor guy. Except Indeed. not really. <laughs> I feel no pity for him.
1: Yeah. An actual poor guy is Sanji. Because Orz called
0: him and his wanted poster identical. (laughs) Indeed. It's like I said, man. Whether or not people recognize Sanji (laughs) from his wanted poster or not solely depends on if it's good or bad for Sanji Yeah, in that moment. And the fact that it's uh, Luffy's brain in there makes it all the better. Yeah, just checks out. Pretty sure when his wanted poster first showed up, Luffy is like, what are you complaining about? It looks just like yo. you. <laughs> yo, yo, yo. Love that. Again. That pretty much chats out. Um, when the crew decides to knock around big man oars, uh, each of them get a cool little thing to say, right? Each of the sits of them that are participating in this fight at the time. But Usopp's is just, I'm so scared. <laughs> <laughs> All of them were like really fitting for the
1: character um mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like just just perfect one-liners and even i'm so scared is a perfect <laughs> one-liner it, it was do. fantastic
0: i appreciate it a lot
1: yeah um when they like flip oars and he's stuck with his horns in the ground there's mm-hmm. like a portrait i don't know if this is exactly funny i thought it was kind of funny not not that they like wail on him That that's comedic in some ways but um just that they all there's six of the most menacing portraits I have ever seen in one piece and like a lot of them are doing or saying intimidating things but then Robin is just just staring and that's it no words no no thought bubble no nothing just a dead stare and it's the scariest of the bunch yeah
0: indeed in a way that's scariest of all yeah (laughs) I'd be frightened um there's, of course, the classic Pirate Docking Six, Big Emperor. Uh, even oars, one of them to do it. <laughs> uh, but, oh uh, no. Robin felt it would be embarrassing, so can't do it. Good idea, uh, Robin. But a little joke within the joke there is uh, Frankie got Sanji and Zoro to be the legs, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Sanji was fine. His was just on the shoulder. But he misstepped on Zoro a little bit and got... One of his big, smelly feet poking Zoro right in the face, and I can't imagine that was pleasant for our, our algae man.
1: No, I don't <laughs> think that he
0: cleans his feet all that often. Indeed, I mean, he runs around barefoot, literally always. Yo, yep. <laughs> so, yeah, oh boy. Um, I guess he doesn't have to worry about like a sock situation. But <laughs> that's also. true.
1: There's nothing trapping the smell, at least. Indeed. Um. Right before Nami joins in the fight with Oars, uh, she is running towards the ship to, <laughs> like. I don't actually remember why. She's checking up on the treasure or something? Um, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but while she's backtracking, she runs into Frankie's bridge and comments on how nice and narrow it is. Um, and then immediately after that, she. Like hears oars flipping in the background or something, and she mm-hmm. just completely mm-hmm. pretends not to notice it and moves on. <laughs> Indeed,
0: she had the most shocked reaction, justifiable, yes, of course, yes. and then just <laughs> continued about her business, immediately repressing <laughs> what she had just seen. <laughs> yeah, maybe the most in character thing in the entire trunk. Indeed, uh, fortunately. For both you and I, it turns out you were both a liar and a thief, because that was three for you, and also that was my last one. Oh, phew. so uh, I you I goofed up in a big the... way, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I added
1: the Menacing Portraits one in ad hoc, so uh, mm-hmm, oops. Mm-hmm. You've really screwed me on this.
0: Well. But uh, that's all I had.
1: Yeah, it's delightful. We're getting close to the conclusion, so. Mm-hmm.
0: Good old Thriller Bark, more mm-hmm. reliable. But, like I said before, uh, totally prepared as I was, uh, no break next week. Next chapter releases upcoming Sunday, February 6th. Good on us. Feel free to send in your thoughts on this chapter via email to inheritedwillpodcasts at gmail.com, on Twitter to at inherited underscore will, or simply in a comment on the YouTube video, etc. As always...